You're listening to Finding Fearless, an exploration of human-centric leadership and a celebration of ambition. Join me, Madeline Reeves, as I dig deep to learn from the lived experiences of underestimated entrepreneurs, innovators, creators, and fearless founders. Each episode, we explore the ideas behind their decisions to become business builders, to understand how they turn their passion and purpose into work that will change the world. Hello, and welcome back to the Finding Fearless podcast. I'm your host, Madeline, and this is our ending episode for season four. It has passed so swiftly this year, as well as the episodes we've recorded and shared with you all as an audience. And it's been quite the season of reflection and unpacking and really leaning into conversations that really stem up from topics like identity, personal growth, using a business as a vehicle for change. And while those have always been core conversations here on Finding Fearless, I feel like this season in particular has been an important one for reflection, both for me and our audience and each of our guests. When I was looking back at the episodes we recorded over this season, one, I couldn't believe the fact that we've now surpassed over 120 episodes. But two, I really was struck by the ways in which every single conversation we had in season four was really a leader unpacking the ways in which their business became a vehicle for their own growth and development. And one of the things that stood out for me was how entrepreneurship is this powerful, powerful tool that allows us to take our values and the things that matter most to us and the causes that we care about in this world and to wrap them up in this incredible journey of personal development, but to get paid to do it. And what I loved about the conversations this season in particular is they were such a pushback against the notion that I feel like exists in the corporate way of being, that we just need to show up and put on our business hat and be a version of ourselves that isn't authentic, that isn't true to who we are, that isn't the whole of who we are as a human. And instead, what we heard in each episode this season was the story of an entrepreneur who is deeply, deeply committed to using their business as a vehicle for change, but in doing so, really coming to terms and owning who they are as a person in the process. I think back on, for example, my episode with Tristan Reese this season. If you haven't listened to it, it is definitely one worth tuning into. And Tristan is somebody who over the years has become such a dear friend. And so this conversation really, really meant a lot to me. But it was so powerful and poignant to hear Tristan, someone who identifies as trans, talk about the ways in which showing up in the fullness of that identity and showing up as a representative of his community created a business that allows him to do the most important work in the world, the work that really calls to him and creates safer spaces for so many other people from that community because he's willing to showcase who he is and what he believes in so fully through his business. I think about conversations like having Chloe Mason come back on the podcast. That was a joy to sit down and talk with her. She was one of our very first guests when I started this podcast over six years ago. And the conversation with Chloe was a beautiful full circle of recognizing the ways that our identities change and evolve over time. And, you know, in particular, Chloe shared a story about her experiences with addiction and walking away from drinking and how that has fundamentally changed the way that she's showing up in the world and the beautiful results that have come with it. 
I also think about conversations like the one I had with my friend, Elise Rigney. Elise is one of the best gifts that I got out of one of the membership communities I was associated with. And she and I became such fast friends. But hearing the depth of our story proves that one of the best things that you could do as an entrepreneur to really grow an incredible business is to really work on yourself first. And I was so just enlightened and inspired by the ways that she showed us the true depth of deep, deep work she has done to heal herself in order to create a business that she's truly proud to lead that is also helping other people. I think what I thought a lot about this season is this notion that the healer needs healing too. And although I don't know that many entrepreneurs that identify as healers, when I look at the guests that we've had on this podcast over the many seasons we've run so far, I can see the ways in which they are all people who care about making an impact and wish that in some way, shape, or form, in their area of expertise, in their industry, in their corner of the world, they can use their gifts and abilities to make a positive impact. But I also have learned from these conversations that we can only help, we can only go so far as we have healed ourselves. And what I think that none of us realize when we start walking this path of entrepreneurship is that it is the ultimate opportunity to get deeply in touch with who we are and what matters to us and to heal those parts of us that are still hurting, to learn really, really hard lessons about the patterns that we play out in our lives, to let go of the types of self-doubt or spiraling or tormenting that we do to ourselves, the limiting beliefs that we're carrying around that no longer serve us, to look at the kinds of people we attract or don't attract and to question why that is, especially if they're the kinds of people who aren't supporting and serving us, and to really get clear on who we want to be and how we want to show up in the world. Because I do think there's a limit that arises. If we're not doing that deeper work, entrepreneurship can only take us so far. But it's really about going in and recognizing like, what is the unique gift that I have to offer the world through the work I'm doing? And how can I shine the light on it in a bigger and better way? But that starts with getting out of our own way. And what I love so much about this season is how many of our guests dug deep into the notion of identity and really offered a story of their own personal evolution. I think that who we all thought we would be when we got into business, the things that we thought we would say and not say, shifted a lot as we really came into contact with ourselves. For example, I think about the episode we recorded with Kelsey Ellis and how vulnerably she shared about her own limiting thoughts and harmful behavior when it came to her own health and well-being and how through radically transforming her mindset and embracing her body and you know really changing the narrative in fitness she's been able to build a wildly successful business that meets the needs of so many other women that wish that they could feel at home with themselves as well I think about someone like Michelle Goodlow, who we talked to deeply about the topic of burnout and self-care, but also about relationships and how much they impact our well-being and how on her own journey to really understand the deeper levels of trauma that come out of the relationship in our lives, she's been able to build a business that helps and heals other people that are going through things that we've all experienced in our upbringing or in our early relationships. 
I think about, for example, my dear friend Jada Selner. You know, Jada is somebody who had for many years run a very, very fast-paced, fast-growing business where she was professing all these narratives about being healthy while also kind of grinding herself into the ground. And it was only through that experience and really healing those wounds that now she runs a business that is about the exact opposite of that. It's about anti-hustle culture. It's about finding your own pace. It's about doing deeply creative work in a way that serves you. So what I see in all of these stories is this amazing moment of personal pivot where I think entrepreneurship takes us to a point where we have to face ourselves and we have to say, is this who I want to be? Is this who I'm meant to become? And I know for me personally, I haven't shared a ton on the podcast here, but I definitely had a moment like that about a year ago when I was really questioning whether or not I wanted to continue with this podcast and even with the business that I had built. And on the outside, everything that I had created, people would say, oh, you're crushing it. And on the inside, a tiny little voice would say, it's crushing me. And it's taken this past year and maybe even a little bit longer than that to really reflect on what I meant to do as an entrepreneur. And I've always felt that my highest work, my best work, is about bringing communities and people together that care about making a difference in this world and care about using entrepreneurship as a tool to make the world a more equitable place. And I know within that that I'm a coach and I'm a brand strategist and I'm a leader and work with people in all these incredible strategic capacities around their business and their marketing that they're doing. But ultimately, in order for me to continue to do that work, I had to do it in a different way. So this past year has been really about coming into a new era of my own identity. And maybe that's why when I look at the conversations we had, they lean so hard in that direction. But I also think that in some ways it was a reflection of what I already knew to be true, which is that again, entrepreneurship is this incredible tool to really transform us and to step into the highest caliber and capacity of our work and to really build something that is more meaningful and more powerful in this world. So needless to say, I'm still running my business. I'm doing it in a very different way. I transformed this past year into a collective model, and I'm more excited about the work that I've been doing in a really long time. I'm also more excited about this podcast than I have been in a minute. You know, there's something about that, like once you hit the 100 episode mark where you question like, are people still listening? Does this work still matter? You know, is this what I want to be doing? And if this season taught me anything, it was that these stories matter more now than ever before. I remember when I started recording the podcast for the first time, I didn't have a business yet. And I joke with some people sometimes that I think it was <laughs> testing my risk tolerance. It was an opportunity to talk to other people who had already made the leap. And give me the confidence that I could maybe strike out and make it on my own. But now, six years in, I own my own successful company. And I want to keep sharing these stories because I know that we are coming fuller and fuller towards a world where people are really carving out their own path. And so it's important to hear stories of people, whether it's people who are on the very first steps or people who are a fair way along the journey, talking about what they've learned, how they've grown, and ultimately what they've achieved along the way. 
Now, what I love about the space we've created here on the podcast is that people don't just show up here and flex. They don't just talk about the cool things they've done. They talk about the hard things. They talk about the unexpected things. They talk about the pivots and the left turns and you know the moments where they were brought to their knees. But ultimately, each and every one of those stories ends with somebody truly facing themselves, seeing who they are, seeing what they're capable of, and realizing their greatest work is going to come on the other side of truly embracing their identity and walking forward in a way that's in alignment with who they actually are, as opposed to who they thought they had to be in business. So my strongest hope and my deepest intention is that season five will be a continuation of that kind of story. I'm going to be focusing deeply on the topic of liberation because it's something that really matters to me right now. I think that we're living in a little bit of an unsteady time and a lot of people feel uncertain about the economy, about the jobs market. And I think that ultimately, those of us that choose to walk this path of entrepreneurship do so because it liberates us from a system that no longer works for us or was never really built for us in the first place. So you can expect up ahead a lot of powerful conversations about what it means to take business as a vehicle to really further your own liberation as well as the liberation of others. So that's just a sneak peek of what we've got in store for you coming with season five. We're going to start releasing episodes in January. I start recording them in the next couple of weeks and I could not be more excited for the guests we have in store for all of you. But I want to take this moment as season four comes to close to give you my profoundest and deepest gratitude. I would not be where I am today in my business if it wasn't for starting this podcast six years ago. If it wasn't for people showing up and listening and sharing their stories with me in such a generous and open way, I don't know that I would have ever had the courage to create all the things that I've created over these past six years. So for those of you that are still taking the time to tune in and to be a part of that journey, I want to just tell you thank you and that I can't wait to continue sharing what we have in store. Until then, wishing you well and deeply grateful for you for being a part of the Finding Fearless podcast. Take care, y'all. You've just listened to another episode of the Finding Fearless podcast. Finding Fearless is available on all streaming platforms and is released every other Wednesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform so that other people can find us. You can also learn more about how to become a sponsor of the show and about our company, Fearless Foundry, by visiting fearlessfoundry.com slash findingfearless. If you have a minute, also make sure to connect with us on social media platforms by looking for us under our handle at Fearless Foundry. This episode of Finding Fearless was produced and edited by Fina Valenzuela, and all music is owned by Premium Beats. This has been a Fearless Foundry production. All audio is recorded and owned by Fearless Foundry. I'm your host, Madeline Reeves, and I'll be back to chat with you all in two weeks.